When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you are listening to Parenting Hell with... Finn, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And Josh Whittacombe. Josh Whittacombe. Yeah! That was very cute. There we go. That was Finn Luca, who's three on August the 2nd. Wow, happy birthday, Finn Luca. Uh, How are you, Robert? Yes, I'm not too bad. I'm good. I can tell you of an issue I've had. Oh, go on. Is it downstairs? No, it's not downstairs, no. Um, It's, uh, well, it is down, it's in the kitchen. Um, (laughs) So uh, what you call your bum, is it? That's not what I call my bum. I'd call my bum, well, I wouldn't call it the utility room. The sitting room, yeah. The sitting room, nice. Do you still um, do that, that stand-up about what your lap is? Your lap, you only have a I lap sat down. Years. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done that in years. It's a good bit, it's a good bit. Yeah, it was a bit of fun, wasn't it? That was in the first first ever show I did, Rob. 2011, 10 years ago. Were we ever so young? Laps, all you cared about was laps back then. Yeah, exactly. Now I've got bigger concerns in my life. <laughs> Sleep. Um, <laughs> now, Ivory Tower confession, Rob. Oh no, what's happened? Yeah. So uh, we've ordered a new cooker. Okay. What kind of cooker? It's a nice cooker. An arga? No, not an arga, but like a... A range? No, it's a... Um, but I, I'm not going to tell... I'll, I'll tell you it's French. <laughs> <laughs> it won't surprise you, Rob, that I wasn't the one that did the choosing French, of the cooker. Is it, does it look nice? Yeah, it, it is, it's a lovely cooker, right? Oh, What's the date today? Is What's it the date a, today? Is it a, a La Chanche? It is a La Chance. Is it La Chance? I've just literally typed in French cooker. They do. Oh, it looks beautiful. Yeah. So many knobs. So many knobs. It's like a rugby club. Hey, yes, There we go. There we go. So many knobs, mate. And then there's like a bar. It's like a bar on it, the ballet. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We can do some cooking in there, boy. So. A La Chance. A La Chance. Um, ordered it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it will be ready second week of December. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Are they still cooking in it now? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> they build- Why is it taking so long? Because sec- they build it. They build each one to order. Oh, my God. What colour have you gone for? Black with uh, brass trimmings. Oh, that's nice. Second week of December. That's too long in it for an oven. How long does it take to... I know. It's what we're in July. Can you do you know? Think how far Christmas feels away. You're in a fucking heat wave 
ordering a cooker and they tell you it'll be ready for Christmas. Yeah, and you know that's going to be delayed. And then what's going to happen is it's going to be delivered on like the 20th and you're going to stress and you're going to ruin your yeah. Christmas dinner because you don't know how and to I, work. And what's going to happen is we're not going to get anyone to take away the old one or install the new one. So what we're going to have is Christmas dinner cooked in the old cooker with a lachange in the middle of our <laughs> I kitchen love floor. Fucking La Fucking La I've never heard of a lachange before. before. Now I can't stop saying it. Fucking lachange. Um, in the middle of the kitchen floor. Wow, lovely. Well, it looks very nice, but it's, it's a long time to wait. It's too long, Rob. Natural gas? You going gas? Gas, hobs, electric, ovens. Looks look like an absolute fucker to clean, mate. Yeah, well, you know, Rob. You know me. I love I love to clean the cooker. <laughs> you have to sort of break it down every Sunday and give it a good old polish. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I relax on a Sunday. And then I do the car. <laughs> <laughs> the car, which um, is a, a complete state because I went to the tip, I should say. Oh, what have you been doing at the tip? Getting rid of some old bits of wood that used to be a bench, and um, they've ruined the car. But <laughs> I did convince my daughter that she'd enjoy going to the tip to help me. Oh. And then I, I did such a good job. Yeah. At the end, she was sad we'd finished putting rubbish in the bins and asked if we could come next weekend. Really? She loves the tip, Rob. She loves the tip. It's a good she, day out. Sometimes there's stuff there that look. you think, oh, should I take that back? It looks all right, that. And then you get it home, you definitely don't yeah. work. No. Always no, exactly. Um, I've, exactly. Got, I've got in a, um, a vortex of kitchens now and cookers. You yeah. can get some right mental cookers, can't you? Can you? <coughs> yeah, Sorry, I, I can. Why well, 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 do you want one? Can you? Mm. <laughs> Le Chonge. Craig Revel Hallwood. Mm, seven. Um... <laughs> What's well, second of December? That is too long, mate. Mate, second week know. of December. Second week. Sorry, we said the second. Second week. Oh, that's no. No one wants anything delivered then. No. It's, can it, it looks quite big. Can you get it in the, the house? It's it's ninety. It's ninety by ninety. It's a square cooker. It's um, a square cooker. You always want a square cooker, don't you? I think that's a coincidence. That it's ni- it's ninety by ninety, <laughs> and the gap we've given we've got is very perilously close to ninety, and I'm already. <laughs> I'm already braced for it not fitting in the gap. Oh, I'm already God. thinking in six months' time I'm going to have to deal with this, but at the moment I'm not dealing with it. No, you're not dealing with it now. So it's a square one. Oh, it's not one of those long ones. A night area is I found the Lachange now. Look, looks very nice. Look, very compact. I think that should get in, mate. Six hob burner. Is it a six hob burner? The one, <laughs> you've got six hob burner, mate. What? You're never going to use all six. Let's not go too detailed about this. <laughs> You're trying to get a freebie. Anyway, no, right, let's not, talk about Rob, kids. Because I, I tell you, this is a low moment. <laughs> I did contact them on Instagram to see whether they could do it any quicker. Oh, really? So, yeah, I thought this you is thought my chance. You're the Widdicombe Sway. Can yeah. you imagine who's running that? I can't imagine they're on Twitter. They're such an old school company. Um, well, obviously, uh, yeah, they, they don't have last leg in France. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how's you been parenting-wise those this week, Josh? All right? Yeah, all right. It's, it's, it's the same good. for you. No it's summer good. holidays, is there? No summer holidays for... Uh, no summer holidays. Oldest. And um, yeah, it's... Do you know what? I'm feeling better, which I know is worse for the podcast, Rob. Not ideal for content. It's not ideal for content, Rob. Not ideal for content, but, no. But I've got, I've got hope. I've got kind of. I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. Yeah. And um, you've ordered a cooker. You love. You're living your best life. Exactly. I've got. I've got friends that are having a. Their three year old's not sleeping, and that's really helping me through it. All these kind of what, things. My three year old keeps having night terrors. It's horrible. Really? Like absolutely. Like. Is going like screaming like she's been chased by a bear, and then you go in there and try and sort of like comfort her, and she isn't awake. She's sort of like half asleep, half awake. So you can't. You have to sort of really like sort of snap her out of it. But I've been googling it, and apparently you're better off just leaving them to have the night terror because if you try and wake them and comfort them, you scare them more because they're not fully awake. Yeah, it's when we had those night when my daughter had the night terrors and you just have to sit there and you basically it's like watching the exorcist isn't it it's awful oh, it's horrendous she's just going absolutely mad but you don't know and then we just bring her down and let her watch moana for like five minutes and then she goes back yeah. up to bed but yeah it's horrible but i can't not cuddle her no it's 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 a horrible situation because you're like are they going to remember this is this a thing and then we asked her in the morning and she didn't remember it yeah, exactly. So you're just better off letting her get on with it, but then you feel bad. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do. If anyone's got any night terror, uh, 
Uh, yeah, any tips. Nice tips. That'd be very helpful. But yeah, she just goes absolutely loopy, loopy loo. Um, yeah. Right, um, I've got some more uh, Instagram messages, Josh. Have you got oh, some go emails? On, go on. I've got one here. Yeah. Go it. This one's from, I think it's an anonymous here. Anyway, hi, fellas. Um, I've only just started listening, but I love it. I've I even play it to my clients in my home salon. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a bold That's move. That's a dangerous game to play, isn't it? Yeah. Because if, if they don't like it, they've just got to pretend um, while they're in the home salon, which is legal now, I imagine. All the freedom day. Anyway, I'm yep. a mum to three kids, 15, nine, and seven. <laughs> Strange names. And I've Lovely. got all the... <laughs> oh, no. That, they'll be loving that in the salon. That's oh. the kind of thing I want during a haircut. That kind of stuff. Exactly. I've got all their belly buttons and their keepsake. Oh, my God. Leave her oh, salad now. She's insane. So you've got... All... She's going to keep your hair. <laughs> She's going to make a voodoo doll out of it. She's got all their belly buttons as a keepsake. Um, uh, I've just wanted to share a potty training story with you. Years ago, we had taken the eldest boy out for dinner and during it, he needed a wee. He'd been doing very well, but had become obsessed with standing up like daddy to go to the wee. I'm in the ladies' toilet and he could just about reach a loo. As he's peeing, he starts to shout, I'm pooing, I'm pooing. Looking down and not being able to turn him in time, I reluctantly held out my hand and caught the poo. Oh my god! It was really, <laughs> it was relatively solid. I reassured him and turned to wipe my hand on tissue roll. Well, you guessed it, there was none. So oh. with my hands full of skids, I opened the door to go and wash my hands without, whilst telling my lad to hang on and let me get some tissues. Oh my! As word. I opened the door, I was greeted by the young lady who had served us and had to ask if she could get me some paper to oh wipe my, my son's ass and my shitty hands. Oh my god! When we returned to the table, my husband asked where the hell we had been and why we had taken so long. And when I told him, he found it so hilarious, he started to choke on his food. We we ended up having to perform the Heimlich manoeuvre on him and taking him to hospital. Oh, my God. But all I could think while slapping his back was, I just held shit on these hands. Keep anonymous as my son would kill me if he knew that I, oh, if I told word. you any of this. Oh my, that, oh, so oh. they've kept the Billy belly buttons. She, her son's done a poo in her hand, her husband's choking and she's slapping his back with her poo hand and had to go to the hospital. That is something else, isn't it? What an afternoon. That would be too much if you wrote that in a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You go, oh, oh, the Hamlet manoeuvre bit's a bit much. <laughs> Um, Rob. Yes. We've made a mistake. Oh, no. Do you remember a few weeks ago when I said <laughs> we were going to stick a pin in Lucy Pond's email and read it on Tuesday? Oh, we did this about a year ago, didn't wasn't that? Yeah, well, she's emailed in. Oh, no, the Pond stuff. What an empty I felt after sending to all my friends and family, telling them to tune in on Tuesday the 18th of May <sighs> to find out that you had forgotten. Josh, <laughs> I still don't think we should read it out. Oh, come on, Rob. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll do it on Tuesday. Let's do it on Tuesday. <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's Michael, do it. how long have we got? I think this is a good, such a good interview with Izzy. It's going to be a long one, isn't it? Have yeah, we got we room, can't, Michael? We can't leave Pond again. She says, from the very unsalty, even though you forgot all about me, Lucy Pond, stroke Mrs. Pond, stroke Pondy. Okay. Hello, Josh oh, and Rob. Lou's calling me. Can we wrap this up next week? Sorry, I've just got to sort something out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now. Uh, this is was genuinely uh, one of the funniest interviews we've done in a long time, wasn't it? Yeah, we hardly talk about parenting, really, do we? We hardly talk about parenting. It's not about food, which sort of ties in with your new cooker. It's a real cooker. It's a real cooker episode this week. Yeah, let's put it this way: Izzy doesn't need a lachance. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we said uh, a, a, a trigger warning: if you don't like the saying "from scratch," yeah. turn off now because that gets said a lot. And if you're Ellis James, turn off now because you oh, genuinely. Gets- there's a lot of things said about you. Ellis James gets an absolute mothering at the end. Yeah. He's not going to be happy about it. This is Izzy Sooty. Hello, Izzy Sooty. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. I've got a coffee and a pint of orange squash. Oh, God. Hungover? Is that a hang- hangover cure? Or just how you start a day? I did go out last night with my two of my friends. For the, for the, like, how much have we all been out in the last year and a half and it was absolutely brilliant we went to this place where you like grill your own food over a grill what? Oh. yeah what do you mean they don't do it for you no it's 
I did think that, and they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, barbecue, bring you a that, grill." And yeah, yeah. I remember there's this cafe that I used to go to with my Scottish friend years ago in Clapham, where there was a toaster on every table and like loads of different types <laughs> of bread and jams and stuff. And it was like only eight pounds, and you can eat as much toast as you want. And we loved going there. And then my mate was like. You know, you could just do that at home. It is literally a toaster. And it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the point of going out is they do it for you. So you've, spent, you've been in lockdown cooking for yourself for 18 months. You've gone out to cook for yourself on a little yeah, grill. exactly. But it's fun. You've had a good time. You've got a coffee and a pint of squash. Yeah. Can I ask you're... a question? Mm. How... Are you too old for squash? <gasps> How Ooh. dare you? Oh, I drink oh, well, squash too, Josh. I know. I, I, well, I, I took that as red, Rob. But <laughs> <laughs> I presumed as much. Is it? What kind of squash is it? It's orange squash. Do you know what? Ellis is absolutely obsessed with squash. And I mm. think if I hadn't found Ellis, uh, that's a weird way of describing my relationship. <laughs> if I wasn't going out with Ellis... Um, I probably wouldn't have it in the house, but he get. Really? I mean, we have to have one. He's like this with squash and radox. He has to have one full one like, in reserve, or he gets. Yeah, yeah, me, and, me and Ellis have got a lot in common. Squash, <laughs> you've got to drink a lot. People aren't drinking enough water, and everyone just keeps drinking tea and coffee, which is bad for you. And if you have a little bit of flavour in a nice pint right. of water, to have some squash. It's good for you, Josh. Do, I know, have, well, do you know what? I've, do you know what I've done? Do you know what? Yeah. How I'm consuming more water? What's that? I've got. I've got. 840 mils of soda streamed water right next to me here, Rob, in a bottle. You've got soda stream? What do you I mean got soda, soda stream? You mean it's got bubbles in it? I bought a soda stream because it's the <laughs> 90s. And it's absolutely changed my drinking habits. Okay, okay so what, have you got, have you now, put, soda- I'm, I'm wary on this because at one point soda stream were going to sponsor our podcast and they didn't. And I don't want to give them too much advertising for free. Here. <laughs> so what is you just having fizzy water? Yeah, so I just have fizzy water because I really like fizzy water. But I was I was starting to get guilt about how many plastic bottles I was getting yeah, through. Yeah, because so, you get through it, don't you? you yeah, can you get, get through it. Oh, sometimes I think, Josh, you've got to stop having so much guilt. <laughs> it's, you're it's, just drinking water, mate. You, you're not in charge of the bottling process. But I just thought I'll get a soda stream and then it's in my house. Do you make yeah, coke true. and lemonade with it or is it... No, I don't. Um, you can. I, I do um, apple juice with fizzy water for myself if oh. I'm feeling... You know, oh, if it's a Friday night. If it's a Friday night. <laughs> that's exciting. Show your own apple ties. I make my own apple ties. Is it easy to make? Yeah, it is. Five, five squidges of the button and there we have. Five squidges of the button and there you are. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I want to get one now. I mean, yeah. actually, you have done really good advertising. I mean, I like, know, I'm literally, I'm literally yeah. looking at them on Amazon oh, now. Josh, what are you doing? We should, we should have got the money in for it. We shouldn't just be saying it. <laughs> This is terrible advertising. I never had a soda stream in the ni- 80s. Was it 80s or 90s? It was both, really, Emma Vince, yeah. my best friend, had one. And it was so exciting to go. But what happens if you put, like, ice cream in it or something? Would it make fizzy well, ice cream? I think you just... All <laughs> right, <laughs> Heston's on the, on the phone. <laughs> Guys, I'm thinking of diversifying. Um <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as fizzy ice cream, is there? You have to you have to buy gas canisters to refill it. Yeah, you do have to. Buy but gas then they're plastic and metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're great for the environment, John. Oh yeah, whoa, just, whoa, 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 just, whoa, whoa, let's whoa, just whoa. ship tiny bottles of gas around the world so Josh can have a fizzy apple, little turd. He must have his fizzy <laughs> apple. It's a weekend. But you can't have get fizzy in the paper bottles, can you? You what? You can't get, you can't put, you know, like if you're trying you to can do have a, in, You can have fizzy in glass, I suppose, can't you? Yeah, I reckon paper or cardboard wouldn't contain the bubbles, would it? No. But you no, have to be airtight. Sort of waxy plus. Do you know what? Just buy a bottled water. Is, can I say that? <laughs> Is that allowed? I, I think we've, I think we've covered all bases of the options of fizzy water. We've promoted and had to go at all the different angles, if anything. <laughs> right. I, I think people have left more confused than at the start of the fizzy water. Either way. Do you drink squash, Josh? No, I don't know. No, you don't. Water, but Izzy, but I do, I... do make, make my own apple ties like a complete twat. Do you let your kids drink squash, Izzy? Oh, well, look, everything's <laughs> gone. If you asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said no. But, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but like everything, all the standards have slipped. Like, yes, yeah. You know yo-yos, those like wine, fruit winders? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fruit winders. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
I, know, I, I don't know if that's the right name for it, but I know exactly what you meant. And then I think there's an own brand version of them called Fruit Winders, which is why, okay. which Betty won't eat. She's like, no, it's, it's got to be a yo. It's got to have the cards in it. That's how they yeah. get kids reeled in, isn't it? But she must have 18 to 20 yo-yos a day. Like she comes up to me and goes, can I have a yo-yo? And I just go, yeah. Like there was a period where I was like, no, you've had, you've had 12. Maybe you could eat some proper fruit. But then in my head, I'm like, well, it is fruit. It's just baked fruit. Um, but it's just like if, you, if someone looked at her diet. So, yeah, no, they do drink squash. Um, the little one doesn't. I make it very weak. But then he just grabs my pint of squash and downs like half of it. Anyway. <laughs> so you, this is your second appearance on the show, Izzy. Can we just have a quick reminder of the ages of your kids? Yeah, Betty's six and okay. Stefan's two. And um, when you was on last time, um, we had Ellis on as well, your partner, who was doing like the early shift and you were going to bed later because yeah. you was writing a book. Now your book's finished. Is that mm-hmm. correct? It is. Yeah. So what's, what's the sort of setup now with the, the, the childcare divide now oh, that you're not like, how's writing the, the book? How's the yeah, sleep? How's the sleep? Okay, how's so- this? How's the chase? How's the sleep? <laughs> oh, he's, he's a sleep junkie, Josh. He's got a new kid and he's a sleep junkie. Oh, God. Josh, okay, listen, Josh, it's not going to be easy for you to hear this. Um, brace yourself. Yeah. It's good. What? Yeah. Interview's over. <laughs> but it was bad about a week ago, wasn't it? Mate, it was terrible for years. So console yourself with that. Like, basically, the reason that Ellis started doing the mornings and I was doing all the cooking and cleaning in return, which some of my mates thought was quite unfair on me, but it I was, was very like, controversial in our, it yeah. was very controversial very, in our email inbox. We were very, considered was it? leave yeah. and remain very yeah, much. It was 50, very much. 50, there was a lot yeah. of abuse of me and Rob over us. Yeah, yeah. You had the easier yeah. side of the I deal. I got called a gammon pig. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I feel like I didn't mention the first time is that when I say all the cooking and cleaning, mm-hmm. like I wasn't really doing that much cleaning. And like, it sounds like I was like, you know, dawn till dusk, scrubbing floors yeah, and like, like mopping. And, yeah, I mean, like a 1940s saw, housewife. Yes, exactly. With a penny on. And if you saw this <laughs> dining room that I'm sitting in, it, I mean, like there's a pile all the time on the, on the dining table of like <laughs> pens and books and like my work, Ellis's work, the kids' drawings, just getting higher and higher. Yeah. Like, every We've got them tables. Oh my, right. So yeah, I think- the I di- We still call like- it the dining table. Yeah. We've never dined <laughs> yeah. on that table and it's fucking like, it's like a boot sale stockroom. Yeah, that no <laughs> one would ever want to come to. Like yeah. at a car boot sale, people would pay not to come to this store. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we eat in here is Christmas dinner. And I. this is how much I did cooking and cleaning. I found a pea yesterday in the corner from Christmas dinner that was like all shriveled up. <laughs> So what is it now? July. <laughs> so you know, uh, I was sort of giving it all that in a way, but mm. I still hate doing the mornings. So what happens since I last of this podcast is his sleep, which had been terrible, and that was the reason Ellis started doing the mornings because he was like, I don't mind getting up early, but I hate cooking and cleaning. Fine, that's that's the deal. His sleep um, got better. So when it got better, I was like. Why am I cooking like a steak from scratch? Why am I making like so, the- sorry a, a steak from scratch? It's probably got to be the easiest thing you could yeah. have cooked. Unless <laughs> unless a steak from scratch means a cow. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you've Why gone am to I an going, abattoir. going into a field, catching a cow, killing it with my bare hands? <laughs> Steak from scratch, yeah. Look, guys, I'm not just cooking. I'm doing steaks from scratch. I've had to let it to get to room temperature for 20 minutes, guys. I say, I've, I've had to come in here 20 minutes early, get it out of the fridge and put it on the side in its Sainsbury's wrapping, go back in the other room, do some emails, then come back in. That is how committed I am to this steak. From scratch, guys. Giving out fruit winders from scratch. I've opened this packet. I chuck the bear card in, in the recycling, and I give yeah. you the fruit winder. Um, yeah, steaks from scratch. Yeah, quiche from scratch. Quiche, that's a that's a better from scratch. Quiche from scratch. Well, no, no, you quiche from scratch quiche. means taking it out of the cardboard box right. and saying right. it and putting it in the oven. <laughs> 
I thought you meant you cooked us. No, no, you no. You didn't no. do any cooking, did you? Right. This is truly what happened, right? When I say cooking, I did things like things like that, which for me was a big deal because I never really cooked before lockdown. I just made salads or got takeaways. And then I did learn to make stew, which my mum had been trying to get me to do right. for ages. Which That's put had, everything in a pot. That's put everything in a pot, stew. but you have to like rub flour in it and stuff. Yeah. Spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. I did make one thing that was ambitious, which I got from, um, I think, a recipe book, like a posh recipe book. And it was like pie and you had to yeah it was chicken pie i didn't make pastry why do you keep talking about food like you've never heard these words before chicken pie sorry you've done a chicken pie i did a chicken pie but you had to like sorry josh i know you're um, a veggie but um... i can i can do it it's all right you're not feeding it him he's allowed to hear it He's not got vegan ears. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm not sat here going, God, I wish I was eating that chicken pie. <laughs> it's reinforcing my choices. And what? Steak sitting out on a hot counter for 20 minutes doesn't uh... You do have to get the pan really hot, though. That is quite yeah, scary. Yeah, you do, and you have yeah. to rub it with olive oil. Then you have to wash your hands oh, no, you're not to supposed, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to put olive oil on it. You're supposed to cook it dry, just oh, with a bit of salt. God, don't say... Don't, that's, if that's Alice is listening to I might be this. wrong. I might be wrong, but you don't want olive oil on a steak. I thought you had to rub it w- with olive oil before you put it in the pan. No. Oh. You do it dry, apparently. God. And you dab it with a kitchen towel to get the, the moisture out of it. Because if it is oh. wet and you put it in, or wet and cold, what happens is all that sort of, you know, it go, all the moisture goes that, to that weird, like, brownie yes. meat juice yes. stuff, which is It goes horrible. into, like, puddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot meat puddles in the... Sorry, Josh. Pan. It's all right. Sorry, Hot sorry, meat Josh. puddles not doing it for you, Josh? <laughs> um, do you know what I was doing? I was putting... Um... Olive a pie oil. is a hot meat puddle, really, yeah, isn't it? Is with, with a coat on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, this pie, you, you had to, like, poach the chicken in milk. And I was like, oh, oh my oh. God, I've never done anything like that. I just buy cooked chicken. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. can just add it to, like, pasta. That's a meal. Yeah, um, yeah. chicken pasta. <laughs> just chicken pasta, fully cooked. Just, what are your yep. kids eating? Oh, they only eat like they like. Steffi does have bits of our meals, but they eat like chicken nuggets and waffles and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Stuff that kids should eat. Microwavable <laughs> veg is the saving grace of a parent's guilt. Yeah, the microwavable so true. veg. Like I try really hard to get them to eat um, lots of like they eat uh, like about five different vegetables and that's it. And I do try really hard <laughs> to get them to eat different stuff, but Betty especially is just really fussy, so. Yeah, I just can't. I really envy those family who's like, who are like, we just make a chili and they everyone has a bit, and it's like, no, no we're we're not that. No, yeah, we're not we're not that either. What I'd say is because my eldest was a bit funny with food, and then when she went to a school and they have like school dinners, that she's everything there in what with the other kids. Yeah. Oh, so that's I think you just good. Sort of, as long as they're eating enough sort of healthy stuff, and they're not just you know let them let them learn themselves. I think there's sometimes too much pressure of you have got to try and eat everything and you have got to finish your plate. And I think that's an unhealthy attitude to food. You're allowed yeah, to not no, like that, it. That's true. I, my, apparently, yeah. what my grandpa said to me when I was about five or six I want to see a nice clean plate and actually I remember that he used to say that whenever I was eating he used to go I want to see a nice clean plate and one day he said I want to see a nice clean plate and apparently I went to the cupboard and got out a plate and showed it to him <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um so this po- so you had to poach the chicken in milk yeah, yeah. which is still going yeah it's still going um and then you had to sieve it and all the milk went everywhere there were bits of chicken and then and I was like this is really and it was nice but I was like this has taken more than half an hour. I'm not doing this again. So that was like, (laughs) (laughs) that was the only time I've been more ambitious. Yeah. Um, So when Steffi started, um, so like he wasn't sleeping very well, then he started sleeping better again. So I kind of pulled back my standards from staying from scratch to like beans on toast. Right. Yeah. Then he started pulling back his standards on the cooking. (laughs) Just raw steak tonight, guys. Yeah. I'm not doing it from scratch. It's, it's finished. It's I'm ready not to go. I'm putting the quiche in the oven. Yeah, if you can, you can have it out to of the slice box. it. We'll have carpaccio, <laughs> but otherwise, just chew it on it. Chew on it like a dog. <laughs> There's a field. There's a cow. Do your best. <laughs> um, so he started sleeping um, well again. 
um, I pulled back because I was like, Ellis isn't, you know, Ellis doing the mornings. He's getting eight hours sleep. I'm not doing all the cooking, cleaning. So everything was about balance, right? <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, you re- it's a bit like your oven ready Brexit deal as now needs to be renegotiated because yes. the, the goalposts have moved. <laughs> yes, but all I did all the renegotiations in my own yeah. head. So, what? Okay, so. Didn't talk to him about it. So, uh, Steffi, how long? Well, Steffi's going to bed, what, seven, eight o'clock at night? Well, when Alice puts him to bed, he goes to bed at like half nine. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But then sleeps till. So, he, what was happening in the middle? When he was sleeping badly, he would yeah. sleep, he would go to bed about, say, probably like quarter to nine, nine on, on average. Yeah. And he was waking up, that is late, I know. He was waking up in the night and then waking up for the day sometimes at 4.30 or 5. Oh, that's so that it. was hard for Ellis. Yeah. Then when he slept <laughs> well again, he was sleeping till maybe 6 or 6.30. So I was oh, like, yeah. actually, you know, this is fine. This is like later than post people get up. I, you know I, I mean? think I, <laughs> post people. <laughs> post, I, post, I didn't know if you're being like um, the, the 2021 word for like, you know, postman, post people, well, yeah. or you were talking about post people, like some sort of apocalyptic Ooh, situation. Yeah, yes. <laughs> When people don't exist anymore, I didn't. I didn't know where we were. In yeah, the- post post people are going to go after this blimmin pandemic. Everyone's going to be a post person. Yeah, <laughs> we're all going to get up at that time. Yeah, no, um, post men and women. I was like, yeah. I kept comparing it to like coal miners would would get up, um, you know, later than Ellis. So you know, it's actually got a really good deal. Um, yeah, so yeah, then- from as well. That that could have been his fate. Yes, if exactly. he'd been born fifty years earlier. Yeah, because if the baby's family. sleeping well and Ellis gets a lie in, then it's a bit unfair one person to do all well, the cooking yeah, and cleaning, well, because, isn't it? And actually, in all seriousness, then we've both been working and I'd be like, hang on. So I've got a lie in, which is an hour's more sleep than him, but I've been up doing the kitchen and sweeping up and stuff. I say that as if... <laughs> Yeah. Like it takes like 30 and seconds. you know you're doing it properly because there wasn't a pee from Christmas in the corner <laughs> of the room, was there? So you're on top of it. So then I. So where those peas at Christmas? It's not a Christmas dinner thing, is it? Peas? Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? Yeah. Is that your Christmas dinner? Peas? No, it's not. You don't. Have yeah. Peas, at peas and carrots in one. Brussels in one bowl. Peas and carrots in another bowl. Um, yeah. Parsnips. Um, yeah. Okay. Potatoes. I'm, I'm not against it, but I've not really seen it. As long as you're not swapping it out for one of the mainstays of the Christmas dinner, I don't mind a bowl of peas. No, so I mean, that's, I, that's no. Fine. And also, you see, it's only one of the few vegetables that the kids will eat. So Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I stand yeah. corrected. I take, that, I take that back. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the shriveled up vegetable thing from Christmas actually runs in the family because we used to have this Christmas crockery that we used every year when I was growing up and with like pot, really nice pots with lids on. And one year dad got them out and there was a shriveled up Brussels sprout in one of them that had been in there for a year. <laughs> but what I thought is the whole bowl can't have been washed because why would you just leave one Brussels sprout in it? It can't have been washed at all. You wouldn't just like wash up around the Brussels sprout and be like, oh, that'll be nice to see in a year. Reminders of last Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, so then he started sleeping really badly again. I upped my game again with the cooking. I, you yeah. know, did a bit so more. So why did he sleep adjusting. badly again? Just did. Oh, I don't know. I think it was the heat. It was reasonably recently. So, you know, we had that like mini heat wave, like a, probably about two months ago. Yeah. He suddenly, so we'd, we'd got him back to sleeping really well. And then we would, he was like a robot. We'd put him in the, in the, um, in his bed and he would turn over and go to sleep. It was amazing. And then one day he just didn't, he got up and was like out. And I was like, no, no, no. It was like, everything started to unravel. You know, that feeling you get where you're like no 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 no. I'm not going to be able to watch time I'm not going to be able to I haven't eaten I wanted to have a beer I needed to do work like I was just like this can't be happening and then it was a grim period of about six weeks where one of us would have to lie on his floor sometimes for hours Um, and we were like how has this happened like we yeah um and like hold his hand and um I would lie there holding his hand like just in the dark, not daring to move, just thinking about all the things I could be doing and thinking, is this going to last forever? I thought, because you have that thing where they're a newborn and you think, and Josh, you're going through this now where you're like, okay, yeah, it is hard when they're a newborn. But when they're two, especially when they've had a really good period of sleeping, you're like, no, no, no. Like this guy's like- Oh my God. And how long are you lying there? Well, there was one night, I must have lain there for an hour and a half. And every time I moved, he would like- 
oh, because you feel bad, don't you? Because they're like, and his little hand would like scrabble for mine. Oh. And um, I told it again, and I needed a wee, and I was like, oh. And what, what are you doing in your? What are you doing with your hour and a half? So there? this is what I did, and then Victoria Corrin Mitchell sent me a really lovely message on Twitter saying. Like basically I got all the, I tweeted about it and I got all these really lovely messages and me and Alice talked about it and we were like, let's imagine this is the conclusion we came to from like all this, like parents were like, I'm with you. We were like, let's imagine that they're teenagers. Alice said, this is what I do. I imagine he's a teenager and he, like, he doesn't want to hug me. And a few people had said this and it's like, this is my chance to give him a cuddle. So I was trying to do that. This is this particular <laughs> night. I was like, imagine he's in a band. He hates you. Maybe he's not in one <laughs> band. He's in five bands. You know, he's he, he's got a really long fringe. He's got spots. He doesn't want to talk to you. But I just lay there thinking, I, I find, I, I, I think my patience has really got thinner since I've had kids. I said that stuff is a really controversial thing. Yeah. Guys, I think it's really weird, but I think my I think- patience has got thinner. But Ellis just seems to be really calm the whole time. But I think I get really like instantly like, oh my God, this is how it's always going to be. And I lay there and I was like, oh my God, right. Okay, Izzy, just chill, chill. So I started trying to think about like, random things from the past that I can't do anymore a because of the pandemic and b because I'm old is that thing isn't it where you go oh because of the pandemic I can't go clubbing anymore and I'm like I've been clubbing for like 15 years (laughs) like this idea that if it wasn't for covid I'd be out every weekend like watching chemical brothers and like (laughs) I'm quite up for another barrier to stop me going to a nightclub (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you know what I mean like have you got oh actually can't not double jabbed actually it's next week so I'll miss this one out guys have a good stag do I'll see you back at the hotel It's so, the ultimate. So you, you, the way you deal with it was be lie there and think about things you couldn't do. Well, it was like I lay there and I was like, just chill, just chill. And all these thoughts came into my head of things from the past, like, um, like, like for example, I thought about something I hadn't thought about for ages, where me and my best mate from home had an argument in a pub in Matlock when we were like eighteen about the pronunciation of Exmouth, and it was before. Right the internet so she was saying it was x mouth and i was like as if like and we ended up getting the barman and saying you know how do you pronounce it stuff like that just came into my head because i was just like lying there with it was, it was really like being in that tense, kind of you know when people not... go in those isolation tanks yes, or something and they find these places in their mind that mm. they didn't know they had yeah it was a bit like that <laughs> um i did do that once and i didn't like it i felt really kind of like yeah I wouldn't uh, weird like it. i felt like i was in an a tank with a lid on. Um, <laughs> like it felt really, and I started swimming around in it, which I don't think you're supposed to do. No, you're not meant to do that. You're not meant to do legs. <laughs> Just keep going under, holding your breath, seeing how long you can do. Um, do you think, when you say like Ellis was calmer and stuff, do you think, I, like, because I, I, sometimes Lou can get more head up than me, but I think, I do think there's like a uh, like an unsaid undue pressure that sort of women are sort of more maternal and like mum mum like more mumsy where like in traditionally men haven't been. So now if you're a man in 2021 doing stuff for your kids, you sort of, it's almost like oh look guys, I'm like one of those modern guys that does stuff. And it's almost like it's you're riding a wave of self congr- off. Yeah, yeah, yeah because sure. you're like, like yeah. actually, do you know what I mean? Men normally like my dad didn't do that much, so when I'm doing this, so I'm like you're automatically sort of on a bit of a high of like where actually there's yes. undue pressure on women to sort of automatically know what they're doing and be on top of it stereotypically. And I think that still exists to a point where and men are a little bit like, hey man, I'm a modern man. And you're like, <laughs> fuck off, you're just doing what you should be doing. Yeah, it's like but, when you, you see know. a man with like a sling on with a newborn, you're probably doing this, Josh, like sauntering down the street. I can't deal with like, the heat. I can't deal with the heat. I've got, <laughs> got my flat wire. I've got my strap, strap on, kid. But it's too hot for you, Josh. Is it the the sling? In this weather, we're rec- recording this at a heat wave, and the the sling is an absolute horror show. You do end up with like a mountain of sweat, don't you? Between, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like something an army person would put on, isn't it? To train. <laughs> tra- I think they're called soldiers. They're called soldiers. <laughs> don't want to be the stiff neck of the group, but. There are certain names of certain things. You can things. say, it's not like postperson. You can yeah. say soldier. <laughs> Soldier's fine. No, there'll right. be no gender argument there, mate. One of those soldier men. I don't think <laughs> they're soldierettes. Soldier boy. Soldier girl. <laughs> um, um, but do you think that is all just thinks your personalities, well, you and Ellis? Well, I think you're right. And I remember when my mates had kids before I did, I would often see the guys like referring to looking after their kids as babysitting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, also, I've fallen into that trap. Uh, yeah, but 
yeah um well you know you know it's, it's, it's a difficult it's a difficult it's you you say it and then the moment you say it people pick up on it and you i think, yeah, never have because i'm very modern man of and course, i think Rob. the birds are doing great things looking after kids <laughs> And I'm happy to do a bit as well. Listen, they're so. doing themselves proud, aren't they? Doing themselves yeah. fucking proud, they are. <laughs> they're spinning a million plates and they still manage to put food you know on them I mean? every night. What about she does? She don't moan. Good on her. Good old girl. Um, obviously, that's all joking, isn't it? Um, if you want to cancel me. That was a joke. I don't I, I don't think... Uh... Can't cancel this, can you? Yeah, but yeah, basically, if you get cancelled, you lose the advertisers. But I'd still be doing it for nothing, this. Yeah, you, you've done it on a street so. corner. Yeah, you can cancel my wage. You can't cancel my voice. I don't think. I think that's the rule in it. I love the idea of you standing on like on the street, being like, "Well done, love." <laughs> <laughs> You've got the buggy. You're on the phone. She ain't panicking, is she? Look, good on ya. So she's got. She's got the... Yeah, that is my wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't cancel my voice. You can't cancel my voice. <laughs> The other thing that used to kind of, I used to pick up on was that men often called their their um, male child. That's a weird way. Their little boy's mate. And there was one, I remember going to this thing and there was a man with his boy and he only called him mate. And I never knew what the kid's name was. He must have called him mate a hundred times. I was like, is his name mate? <laughs> anyway, Ellis. Uh, that is a South London say, thing though, mate. I've played football with blokes for 10 years and I don't know their name. Yeah. And I'll just call them mate. Mate, mate, yeah. and call them for the ball like that. that it's I think a that good might be a South East London. You don't know someone's name, isn't it? Well, it's too good to get out. So, yeah. Got, especially with this accent, mate, it sounds all right. But if, like, if you're yeah. Arvo Graham and you go, uh, mate, you're like, you don't know my name. <laughs> you 100% don't know my name. But if I call you mate, you just think it's all right. What about pal? I don't mind pal. It's quite northern, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is actually. Yeah. It's a bit more northern pal. Mate, um, I hate chief or fella. Oh yeah, yeah like fella feels it feels like an affectation. I hate being called big guy. I'm five foot eight. I'm not a big guy. <laughs> You're just implying I'm fat. I'm not a big bloke. I'm actually I think I'm below average height. I'm a fucking big guy. <laughs> big guy. Hey, big guy. What's up? Oh, fuck off. It's different for girl. I do sometimes call people mate, but I don't know if I'd call someone I didn't know mate. What would you call the plumber if you got a, if you got a plumber in? What what are you calling? Actually, him? I think or I would her? probably maybe say mate to yeah I, yeah. I'd immediately go. All right, mate. You want a cup of tea? Yeah, straight off the uh, bat. Yeah, I, they they absolutely can't even get in the door before I've offered them a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh my god, like flask at the doorstep. Yeah, yeah. help yourself. I am a good guy. Here's your cup of tea. Would you offer them um, something from the soda stream, Josh? What do you want? A homemade apple ties. <laughs> <laughs> Just steal for me out of cardboard, thank you. <laughs> I'd offer them a, I'd offer them still water, but I wouldn't say still. I'd say water. Would, would you like some still water, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I, a weird thing happens when you're a woman, uh, which is that you start getting called madam or mom. That's what's happened. Oh, like, I'm, I'm like now I'm forty-two. Like I, I've never minded. Being called love or darling, I don't. I, I mean, I, I I don't know why. I just haven't. I don't yeah. mind being called mate, pal. I don't actually really mind what I'm called because I, for me, it's about the intention behind it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. I might, I mind being called love or darling if I feel like they're being sexist. But if it's sort of that is what they call women, I it just yeah, yeah instinctively I don't mind. But what's happened in the last sort of like four or five years is that sometimes people will say madam or mom. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. My God that, that is a weird, yeah. yeah. It's Where's weird. mom? When are they saying mom? mom? What kind of situation? I think it happened in the um, like the hardware shop the other day. But it's sort of hard though because it is, you don't, I think a lot of blokes are so scared. Like blokes will go, all right, darling. All right, cheers, love. They wait their love, which is a bit, some people would find that disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But then it only leaves you with quite sort of, you know, like a, a, a authoritative, you know, officious titles of Madam and Mom. Yeah. You're, you're really boxed into a corner yeah, of yeah, what yeah. you can say. So everyone panics and Madam, Mom. Yeah, ma- yeah, exactly. But then I suppose, what would you say if it wasn't about their gender? Then it, something like mate or pal is quite, can be applied to both. But I think some yeah, older women yeah. maybe wouldn't want to be called mate. I don't think my mum would want to be called mate. No, I go. I would go with sugar tits. Do you think that's a mistake? <laughs> I think that's the safest. Yeah, if but you're a free one, yeah. men and women. Yeah. 
Well, because bird, because bird, you know, calling someone a bird. I don't like great. that. No, yeah. exactly. But then that's if to if you know someone's name, being a bird or bird, that's disrespectful. Because bird is basically old English for uh, it's poetic young maiden, basically, where it's basically if someone's seeing someone and you've never met them before and they're bringing them to a, a party or something, he's bringing his bird. Yeah. It's actually spelled B Y R D. It's not an animal, so it's old oh, English. Oh, I see. So, so, but if I if I went, oh, Ellis, oh, that's Ellis, Ellis's bird, and you're stood there. That is so disrespectful. But if I'd never met you before and Ellis was bringing a new partner we have never met, it's almost like a suitor. It's sort of like bringing along. And that's where it's from originally. But obviously it's been used in a derogatory sense when people have not bothered to learn the this name of like a lady radio in company. Four, all of a sudden. Sorry, it got a bit <laughs> stiff is, yeah, up my neck there. But no, but it's because I looked into it. Very interesting though, but how things change. It's always about yeah. the intention. That's yeah, what I mean about, I don't mind if some... People call me love or darling. It doesn't, it doesn't register. And then if others do, it feels like jars. It's yeah. all, only yeah. about how they mean it. And if a word changes its meaning over time, I think the most up-to-date meaning is how it should be taken. Oh, of but course. It's interesting yeah. to learn about that. The, yeah, exactly. But that is yeah. that should never no one should know what even in the old meaning, you should never refer to someone as a bird like to their face, or if you know them or if you've met them, it was always used in we don't know who that person is. Yeah. So he went off with some bird. Because you don't know who that person is, or and you've never met them, you have no name. They're just it's just a young single woman that he's gone off with. Yeah, basically is what that implies. But yeah, it's whatever the, the most up to date meaning. But that's I just found it interesting of where that came from because in up north, if someone calls you pet, pet seems a bit of a weird thing to be called. But because it's like a part of that sort of accent and that. Oh region, yeah, they it's like sort of actually isn't that or a bit weird or duck? No, being I think duck. duck in so where I'm from in Derbyshire yeah. as well, everyone says duck, and yeah. Yeah, wouldn't even register it. It's like the word. But that's for men and women duck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially young men. I don't know if you'd say it to like a rugby player who's like. Did, did you get the dinner? <laughs> like, all the dinner ladies would uh, go with my lover. Did you? Did you have that one? No. My lover. Oh god, that's nice. so weird, isn't it? You're my <laughs> lover. <laughs> <laughs> the dinner ladies. All the dinner ladies. It was almost exclusive to dinner ladies that phrase. <laughs> training so they'd be like come through my lover on all that kind of stuff oh that's lovely training my lover get inside yeah yeah exactly play today my lover I wasn't anyway, any so, of their lovers. Anyway, just to, no. just to clarify. We, where do, we've really gone off tangents today. Oh, so like, you men, Steffi's so, hand. Oh, yeah, men. So um, men. Ellis, I have to say, much as I want to come on here and slag Ellis off. Um, <laughs> that's what uh, we really want. That's, and that's what more, the listeners want. I mean, that's funner, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. I have to say the truth. I hate to go back to language, but it is more fun is the word. But there <laughs> <laughs> It's funner, my lover. Um, I think he 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 actually does do so much uh i i think uh and i don't want to say i'm lucky because like you said rob it shouldn't be like no hey guys um but he really does do uh a lot of childcare and a lot around the house and i think it's great um yeah to yeah, to yeah. kind of um I said it really like um reluctantly like yeah, yeah. like, like a politician into an apology. Like been made to yeah uh like Dominic Cummings like that yeah um he does a lot and I think it's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> live from the Rose Garden here on BBC News <laughs> oh to steer you on to uh something more beneficial to you but also keep it on parenting how was writing a book in a house with two kids while you were also making a steak from um, from scratch. It was at times really hard. Like uh, there were bits. So I got my notes from my editor just after COVID began. And I remember being upstairs in bed, in Betty's bed, because it was like the only place that people weren't screaming, throwing <laughs> balls at the wall. And that's just Ellis. <laughs> Lovely. Um, thank you. I, I, I think everyone has a place in their house where if they want to escape, they go. At mine, it's a spare bedroom under the washing, the clean washing. I go and hide under there sometimes. Is there always <laughs> clean washing on the always. bed? It's like it? a wardrobe. It's a lay down wardrobe, basically. It's yeah, always clean yeah, washing yeah. on the bed yeah. until someone comes to stay and then we panic. Yes. But it's been a lockdown, so no one stays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just a wall of washing. Yeah. I actually get to the point where I don't put things away. I know where they are I on the dryer or on the floor under the dryer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just get it off my pants pile off the bed. That's where my clothes live. There was one day where I 
had a 28 minute gap to try and do like 500 words when I was doing the rewrites. <laughs> and I like ran upstairs and I was like, I can do it, I can do it. And then be- both of them started crying, Betty first, then Steffi. And they were like screaming. And I was like, what am I like? This is so hard because I I'm just going to go downstairs. I like need to see what's going on. It was it was it was really tricky. It was tricky. And Ellis, we still go upstairs and work quite a lot because things really aren't normal even now, are they? Like a lot of us are still working from home and the kids are back at school and um, the childminders. But like that bit where we were all in, it's just a blur. Like it is. I don't know how I got anything done now. Um, and Ellis, like even now, will go up to our room to work almost like he's now conditioned, even if the dining room's free with the pee on the floor, like he will he will go upstairs and get in bed and work. And then I, the amount of stuff he leaves up there is unbelievable. It's like two, the other day there were two halves of malt loaves that he'd <laughs> been biting off, like <laughs> like two new ones that he'd opened for some reason. Um, I think he thought that he was going to be all of the first and then forgot that he'd opened it. And then coffee, which he always has to make from scratch, weighing it out. From scratch? Yeah. <laughs> this is a thing in your <laughs> house, isn't it? This. Fucking hell, he's, flo- he's in Colombia at the moment picking the cocoa bean. <laughs> <laughs> so he weighs out the coffee beans and then he grinds them. The other day I was waiting, we were going to um, go ape in Battersea Park and I, I was like please can we go and he was like I need to make a coffee and he's like weighing out this coffee I'm like oh my god you haven't been out of the house yet why what does he, he have to why does he do that to the coffee what is it oh, just so it's perfect it, my mum finds it really funny because she's like he brings his scales when he goes away not that we've really been away in the last year and a half but with a few times that we've been seeing mum and his family he has to take his scales he's like a dealer he has to take his scales <laughs> and the coffee beans and then he has to wait, has to take the grinder, which is really heavy, and um, oh, he won't let anyone else do holiday. it. Holiday? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does not know this, Josh. No, but... He wouldn't. And sometimes his mum is like, oh, I've got a cafetiere. Will that be all right, Ellis? And he's like, no, I've got to have my scales <laughs> and my grinder. <laughs> what kind of scales is it? It's electric scales. He's not got, like, little little weights like, no. and two sides. What he's kind got... of grinder's he got as well? It's not the app, is it? <laughs> a couple of lads jump on in a cab from Soho. No, we've all undergone changes out. in the last year. Some of us have realised stuff. Um, no, he, uh, they're electric scales, and it's like a hand grinder with... Um, a, like a handle it's quite big and the kids always want to do it of course and he won't let them do it in case they grind it the wrong way like oh my god so we were like nearly late for go eight because he'd had to make this was go eight with the kids it was with betty right yeah. uh, how was that it was it, she I, i've done it before with her and it um so ellis said i really want to do it and i said do you know it's it's heights and I, you don't like heights and he was like It'll be fine. And then he was like white and shaking <laughs> when he came down. And she'd been going first and being like, come on, dad. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing it again. It was, it was so scary. And it was like the kids one. <laughs> so it wasn't even the big one? No. She's six. <laughs> like... <laughs> had too much coffee, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Can't relax. So, so how is Steffi sleeping all right now? He doesn't don't have to hold his hand. Did he just sort of grow out? No, of it's that fine then? now. We had to sort of like go back to scratch and do like loads <laughs> of stuff, like going to the stairgate and telling him gently to get back into bed. It took about three weeks, and now Oof. he sometimes he like comes to stairgate and like chats to us, and then Ellis seems to be the only one who can get him to go back into bed, and he he's like Stefan bed. And Steffi like scuttles to bed like a little like he's from Oliver Twist or something like he looks from side to side and like scuttle. And then when I try and do it, he just laughs. So I have to go down and get Ellis to to come and say so I'm going to record Ellis saying, Stefan, bed. Well, it's, that's the thing. It's a, um, that, like, my three-year-old's got a bit funny like that. She's just not going to bed. But I, th- I think it's the heat doesn't help for this heat wave we're in at the moment. It it's really just, doesn't just help. They, they're do, not going to bed to about half nine. So they're just playing in the garden. Uh, would you know what the hot. other thing is? Did you guys find this? The football didn't help. Did you have people like cheering outside the window and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I had people in the garden for the football. Uh, socially distancing. Totally the right amount of numbers. No, but also, the way you said that, that, it was like you didn't know them. They'd just come into the garden. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squatters. 
I just let them stay, you know. <laughs> Especially as well in London, there's so many different nationalities all around Europe. That it's like every other garden sure. every night. There yeah. Was like, yeah. like, oh, they're Belgian. Never knew. Never knew yeah. they were Belgian. Yeah. Four down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to see a Euro 96 game and it was Denmark versus Sweden. Cause we're, oh. Yeah. Because you know yeah. nothing about football, I know do you? nothing about football. We just met this these Danish guys. said he was watching the final with you. Or the Denmark game, sorry. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when England scored their winning goal, you looked up and you went, oh, is that who Harry Kane is? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that was the first time you'd ever seen him in the flesh. Yeah, and then I watched the final final on my own because he went to do a podcast, in inverted commas, at someone's house. He didn't yeah. know he did have to do a podcast. He, just, he was like, I think I better leave at four o'clock to make sure I get there in time. And then he was like, yeah, we had loads of really nice food. And I was like, actually, yeah, that's fine. Enjoy it. Um, but um, <laughs> she adds hastily. But I watched it on my own and it was quite weird. And then I, I didn't know like what was going on. So I just had to put it all on Twitter and people genuinely couldn't believe that I didn't know. What like, do you mean I, you didn't know what was going what on? Stuff was like, I realised that in order to know how long it would be, I had to add 45 plus 45. And I was like, oh, I do that every time I watch football because I know that one half is 45. But obviously my maths is so bad that I have to add it together every time. But I didn't so know, how, didn't long know how long a football match was? No. And then I didn't know how long extra time was. So I put how long is extra time? People were like 30 minutes. And people couldn't believe I didn't know. I suppose because Ellis likes football so much. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I yeah. Can you name 10 footballers? Definitely. What? Who are playing now or like who've ever played? Who've ever played, except in that England team. In exchange for that, we'll promo your book. <laughs> oh my God, okay. What? Who Did you say who haven't played on the England team? Who aren't in that current England okay, team? Okay, You watched yeah. that last week. Peter Shilton. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Yeah. Rodri Giggs. Oh, his brother. <laughs> his brother. <laughs> It's the third football you know. It's right. I think he's playing at a lower level. I can check it for you, but I wouldn't. <laughs> Rodri Giggs. Well, no one was thinking Rodri Giggs, were they? Oh, dear. Um, what is Rodri Giggs? Yeah. Oh, we'll let you have Rodri Giggs. Okay, that's three. Um, okay, okay. Uh, Beckham. Yes. Yeah, first name? David. Yeah. Just, if he's going to go for his cousin, Stephen. <laughs> I had a run out for Welling, I think, in 86. <laughs> Played a charity game the other day. Um, okay, David Beckham. Let's think of all their, their little mates. Uh, um, hang on, hang on. Come Justin Fashionu. John Fashionu. Yes, yes, two there. <laughs> you love siblings. <laughs> absolutely That's love a good siblings. two. Good two yeah. there, Justin and John Fashionu. Okay, where have they come from? Why are they the next thing? They two? are literally the next thing that popped into my head. Okay. Um, uh, Pele. <laughs> That's you are the best Rodrigo. game I've ever played. <laughs> yep, enjoying the Pele. What are we up to now? We've got the two gigs, the two fashion yes. seven. seven. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Brian Clough, did he play before he was a manager? Yep, yep. Yes, yep. he did. He'll yep. give you that. Oh, oh real. Yep. Uh, um, the guy who missed the goal in Gareth Southgate. <laughs> yes, he used to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. <laughs> one more. Peter Shilton was a strange first one as well. <laughs> well, he came to my school. That's why I thought of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Neville, uh, someone Neville, or Neville something. Um, <laughs> Neville Southall, is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Neville. I thought you was going for Gary or Phil Neville. Yeah, so did I. Or Neville Neville. Well, yeah, well okay. Gary and Phil Neville, were they in the 90s? I feel like they were yeah. around when I was at school. Yeah. 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 Did they have yeah, red hair? A... No, that's Paul Scholes. Right, okay. And Nicky Butt. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? Brilliant. Good work. Thanks. I, I really that enjoyed great. that. Me, me that was... too. <laughs> Rodri Giggs. Rodri Giggs. Then Pele, after the fashion news. Um, right. can we what's your book called uh, Izzy um, it's called Jane is Trying and there is no football in it there's none there's no, <laughs> no sport shit. actually what, what's it what's it about um, it's about a woman who uh, is engaged to a guy who is cheating on her and when she finds out her parents like scoop her up and take her back to her hometown which is like Matlock but not Matlock 
Um, okay. Is, it, is this biographical or is no, it? No, it isn't no. biographical, but I don't think you can help putting in little bits of people you know and stuff. But oh, of yeah, and her parents are really overprotective and stuff. And she's quite an, an anxious person. And then it's about her like trying to kind of get her life back together, but lots of things happen to her. Brilliant. It's a great book. Everyone go out and buy it. All signed editions available on Waterstones if you want a signed one. How many did you sign this? A thousand. Did, was it the worst worst experience of your life? Well, I was supposed to go to the um, printers to do it. And then I, it, I just ended up being a little bit too busy. So they sent me all the pages and I did it at home. And I thought it would take me about an hour. And it took me about three hours and I had to keep shaking my hand like... <laughs> That's how I shook hands with myself, like, well done, you've done a hundred, like shaking like my wrist because like, my arm got tired. But it was quite cool as well. I'm signing mine at the moment. They've sent me some in a box. It takes forever. And as I'm doing it, my daughter has been doing her autograph as well. So I've got a big Aww. pile of post-it notes of her autograph. And she keeps going, I'm going to go and give them to everyone. And I don't, I'm, I'm trying to say, you don't, that's not, it's not really how it works. You don't just, you sort of, you have to be asked for it. But I can't bring myself to tell her that. And she went, I'm doing them. And she went, there's enough for everyone in town. Oh, oh, so Rob. what I'm going to do is I've collected all these little uh, post-it notes and they're really cute. She's done a little girl's face and then a squiggle for her name. And I'm going to sneak into bookshops and, and put them in the books when the book's out. Oh, so that's, you might oh, get a double oh, signed lovely. one. So I'm that's saving lovely. them all up. Yeah, um, that's weird. But, um, I, I used to do that when I was younger, you know. I used to write out my autograph on squares of paper and give them out and say, I'm, I'm going to be famous. Here's my autograph. Oh, it's true. Um, Izzy, thank you so much. Um, no, we, we, um, no time for Crosby's Law. You've already, we've already done Crosby's Law. I think. Have we asked Izzy's Crosby's Law before? Josh, we quickly do what, that. What one thing? Yeah, let's quick. What one thing would you do? Is what one thing would you name that Ellis does that annoys you, but you haven't brought it up with him because it's too awkward? But were he to listen to this podcast, finally, he'd, he'd know. Oh God, there's there's quite a lot to choose from. Um, Most people normally go the other way and go, oh, well, it's a very difficult to come up with something, but here's one thing. But you've. <laughs> do you know what I think? Um, I think I would do. Well, he likes putting clothes away, which is great. That's like his thing. But he listens to his own podcasts really loudly oh my when he's gosh. doing it. What ones he's, he, the one, ones he's in? Yeah, only ones that he's what? in. What? No, he, not Ellis. Yeah. Yeah, he listens to himself. So, like ones yeah. he does with John Robbins or the yeah, sports or bar. Yeah, the sports yeah, bar. That's that's that, is, and and you can hear him. This is he laughing? Yes, very much so. Oh, oh my yeah. word! Himself? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that can't be true. It's it's. I mean, it's true. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! He does he come do on the sport the one or the Robbins one? You want more? Did... Which one does he prefer, the sport one or the oh, Robbins God, one? God, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, okay. But he do both. Both. He does do both. And does he does claim he he's like he's listening back for like a quality his... control situation? I don't situation. think so because they're already out. He's not <laughs> like I listen to mine back to say like my own podcast. I'll be like, which you probably do as well. Like, oh, did I want to say that or whatever? Or did oh, the guess well, what? That anything? ship sailed. That ship sailed. In the I have never listened back to any podcast I've ever done. <laughs> I can't bear to. I, I just sort of assume it'll be all right. It's we, hard. We, we, it's we haven't grim. got the guts to tell Rob this finished six months ago. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> it's just nice to have a chat. Yeah, I just like <laughs> chatting to people. If it goes out, it goes out. That's a bonus. <laughs> Ellis James cannot wait to bring this up when I see him. Yeah. Now, if you ever, so if anyone ever sees Ellis James out and about with headphones in, you can go up to him and go, "Oh, what podcast do you listen to of yourself, Ellis?" Yeah, you, 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 if you put one of the headphones into your ear, you would hear Ellis's voice. <laughs> Amazing, right? Oh, hopefully he listens. Well, he won't listen back to this. He might listen to the back ones to the ones he's on, but not a. Uh, I don't think he one. will. I don't think he listens to anything that he's guested on. I think it's, it's only, just his it has own to be stuff. his own stuff. Fair enough. So, Maybe he's listening yeah. back to see how he can improve and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I don't think so. I think he just loves. He just <laughs> loves. Loves it. Just makes him laugh. At least he's he's laughing at like Bubbins and the other people and John and stuff. Not you know. Yeah, it would be bad if, it was if just he was him like only talking. laughing at himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it, 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 I'm not gonna lie to it. It is bad, but yeah. Yeah, it could but we're be trying worse. to find the. If he did a podcast that was just him, like Ellis yeah. James, Ellis James's thoughts, 
<laughs> it was just him yeah. and then he was listening back to that and laughing it would That's be too much. i mean yeah. what is going on but the reason <laughs> that i feel i can't say anything and bring it up with him is because i'm so grateful for him putting clothes away because i hate putting clothes away okay so you don't want to stop that okay yes. fair enough yeah. and it feels okay, like we'll that is one of the conditions <laughs> <laughs> um, izzy thank you so much thank you right it's out now isn't it it's out yes. now jane is trying yeah brilliant thanks brilliant. Izzy. thanks Amazing. Liz. Izzy Sooty. I love I mean, Izzy Sooty. She's brilliant, I, isn't she? I, I, I'm just going to say it. Mm. The, the updates from that house are always astonishing. I, Whoever I, they come from, I can't wait to interview Betty in the years to come. I, I, wanna, I want to interview the, the nanny. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the babysitter that they use a lot for childcare. Yeah. It's not a nanny, is it? It's just the, yeah. the local yeah. babysitter. But I want to interview her. I would love to see a reality TV show. You know, the same as they do with like Fern McCann and the Billy Fairs, yeah. you know, and all that, all those sort of, uh, you know, ITV reality shows. I yeah. want to see one of Izzy and Ellis. Ellis just listening to himself. <laughs> listening to himself. I would never podcast. have had Ellis James down as a self-listener. No. And a laugher. And a self-laugher. That is an astonishing revelation. Have you ever listened back or seen yourself do something and laughed and then felt instant regret? I've never listened to myself back or watched myself back, but the other day there was an advert for Robin Romish versus we did like gymnastics and I'm dressed like an absolute moron doing a, a cartwheel and I did laugh and even then I felt sick. But I think that's a physical thing. If it was just yeah. something you'd said. Yeah. Something you've said is the thing you shouldn't be laughing at. <laughs> He'll never let Izzy or us let it down that he's a self-laugher. He's a self-laugher. Rodri Giggs as well. That was a curveball. <laughs> Rodri Giggs. Still best best advert of all time is that Paddy Power one. Have you yeah. seen it? It's great. Yeah, loved it. Um, if you want to buy Izzy's excellent novel, it's called Jane is Trying and it's out now. Should we say all good bookshops? That's what they say, isn't it? Um, yeah, but we're not them, are we? No. It's either, you know, you can either get it from get it from Waterstones or a local bookshop. Probably not Amazon. Probably not. But, but you know, you no, probably but, will. But yeah, but it, I've I've literally just bought some pretzels off Amazon because my kid shouted at me and I was next to my phone. <laughs> and they're coming they're coming today. It's too easy. Um anyway, wherever you get it from, just buy the book. It's a good yeah, book. She's brilliant, Izzy. Um and um, yeah, we'll speak to you next week. See you then. Bye. 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 